Uh, welcome to an impromptu roundtable. We got Sam, myself, and Davon. And um, as of yesterday, all of our APU members have been notified that the current uh, federation that we all compete in, the APU, has de-affiliated with the International Powerlifting Federation, the IPF, as of effective of the 31st of December, 2023. So by the end of this year, um, the APU will be de-affiliated, meaning no current international pathway going into 2024 as of right now. Um, I believe the news is still very fresh. So given the information we have at the moment, it is quite limited. However, uh, given the platform that we have, I think it's worth us boys talking about it and sharing it and I guess um, and listening to the concerns that a lot of our members would have, right? Um, so, I mean, as of right now, all we know is that as of next year, there will be no IPF affiliation, but up until that time, um, there will still be international competitions, i.e. Asian championships running um, and the current state championships that we hold um right up until the end of this year. So we have New South Wales Junior States as well as South Australia States in 20, early 2024. Um, I believe those are still going to be going through. However, um, we're not going to be sure of what's going to happen at nationals as well, as well as all the repercussions that this de-affiliation is going to um, have on membership. Right. So, um, yeah, Sam, Dave. Do you guys want to jump in, kind of talk about thoughts? Um, yeah. I guess, like, you know, in the immediate short term, I guess the biggest concern would be for those athletes that are still yet to complete their state championships and, you know, where their mindset and headspace is at heading into their last few final weeks of preparation. Um, so, you know, probably the biggest one would be Perth States in WA State, sorry, in two weeks. Um, and then those athletes that were going to Asians as well. Um, I guess the biggest thing, like on that note, would be for those athletes. Um, obviously, the news is really frustrating and disappointing and upsetting. But, you know, for now, the biggest thing they can control is just keep going full steam ahead and, and keep soldiering on and, and finishing off your prep because I'm assuming that, you know, they've, they've all put a lot of work and time and effort in into their training heading to that state championships with the hope to go into nationals. And for now, I guess you can't really control anything else apart from finishing off your preparation, hitting the platform and doing your best you can. Um, and then we'll just see how the rest of this kind of news plays out. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, like, I guess a lot of the concern is like, what's next? But considering that there are still competitions on this calendar that people still are prepping for, um, like as of recording right now, New South Wales Junior States, a couple of people that are coached for that, you know, everyone's about that at that three, four week mark, which is around that peaking time, right? So um, obviously have that conversation with your with your coach about like what what the progression plan is, but know that the news is still very fresh, right? So there is no hard set um, progression plan as of right now. So all you can really focus on is just this one meet um, and as emotional and tilting as it is, um, you can 
you can still have a good meet in this in this final one before like a new structure comes up. Yeah, and like I just like you know on social media over the last you know twelve hours has been like a lot of oh I guess I don't need to do this or I guess I don't need to do this anymore and like kind of just you know being upset about it and yeah exactly right you just got to finish your prep off and I guess the biggest thing would be there is going to be a pathway so you know no matter how that looks and I'm not sure what the setup's going to look like but there's definitely going to be an option where you can you know use that competition total that you're about to hit at states or that you just hit at your Queensland or New South Wales states um, as a plat- as a segue for, you know, whatever the new system's going to look like. You know, I'm sure there'll be options where you can use those competition results to keep moving forward in your training as if you normally would to an APU Nationals. So that's just all the stuff that's up in the air at the moment. But um, I guess the biggest thing is that, yeah, it's there is going to be systems and pathways set up for those athletes that wanted to keep going the the IPF route. Yeah. I think um Sam Sam you were around when it was like 2017. So this is this is I guess not new to you where there's been a split, right? So I think maybe you and I can both agree that this one feels a bit different where it's like we've kind of gone through it again, except it doesn't feel as devastating considering that it's not um we're not left completely dissolved and being forced to forced to build it up from the ground up again this time around i think there's there's been infrastructure where we can see improvement as well as um you know there's good people in this community that are willing to put their hand up and and help out yeah for sure i think that's a really good point like yes it it is you know devastating and the way it kind of all just happened in the blink of an eye is really upsetting but this time it does feel a little bit different in the sense that, yeah, you know, I feel like the community of Australian powerlifting within APP that we had is very quite tight knit because we were all very happy to be together again, I guess would be the easiest way to describe it. And I feel like we can all really bound together and take that to make a solution quicker um, than back in 2017 2018, where there was this huge divide Um I guess that's probably my biggest concern as well and why it is so upsetting is because I feel like we finally had come together again and that took like, you know, four or five years, especially, you know, thinking back to last year's Nationals, like that was the first time in my kind of seven, eight years of competing that it felt like we were all together again in terms of like that kind of drug tested Australian powerlifting community. Like there was old PA faces, there was new new faces and it felt really good. Um, so I guess my, my biggest concern right now would be like having a divide like that again, where, you know, we all of a sudden have this big split and everyone else goes off to USAPL, APL, um, CAPO and all these other federations. Um, and it takes time to get back to where we just were. That would be my my biggest concern and probably what is upsetting the most. Yeah. I think um, given like I've, I've kind of been looking at how quickly, cause I guess now our most recent example that we've got where this happened would have been USAPL PLA. It's a weird conversation that we're having right now where it's like, man, we're back in this, we're back in this spot again, but like they were able to, I guess, build infrastructure and systems around it again, in, in such a short period of time where there was still that pathway and 
um, despite their, because I think mo- majority of people were coming from USAPL and it was a uh, well, well-trusted brand. Um, and there was that, I guess, marketing element to it this time around. Um, I believe more of the membership is more willing to um, see the alternative, right? So I think it's up to people to just um, be patient, see what the alternatives are as we start getting more news. Cause this is still very fresh to everyone, right? Like we don't know what's going to happen two weeks from now, a month from now by next year. Um, and, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it, right. Is like we've touched on, we've done it before. It's, we're just going to do it again. Like it does suck, but um, everyone who's been around for a while, who went through the initial PA split, you know, we, we came out on the other side just fine. And like Sam mentioned, like last year was great. It took us a while, but we sort of, you know, we got there in the end kind of thing. So I think it'll be not a non-issue, but I think it'll be a lot easier than uh, people are making it out to be because the amount of messages that I've gotten in the last 24 hours or 12 hours rather has been a ton. Um, People freaking out or being like, you know, what does this mean? What does this mean? And to me, it doesn't mean a whole lot. Like we're only at States. Nationals are still three-ish months away, maybe more. Um, and then Worlds is still, what, seven months away? Like, that's, that's a whole lot of time um, for things to sort of, you know, regather themselves. And we have no idea what it looks like for a new pathway, whether that means new federation or someone else affiliates or people just apply for individual um, access. I forget what the actual route looks like, but... Um, you can apply to the IPF as an individual and you can get given like a, I forget what the terminology is, but let's like a, a temporary or like a, um, like a limited membership. Yeah, provisional membership, right, to the IPF. And then you can go and compete still. So whether that looks like everyone still just does APU nationals, even though there's no pathway, and then everyone applies for a provisional IPF membership. And then if you're the strongest in the weight class, you still go. So um there's going to be pathways still. We don't know what it looks like yet, whether it is the individual route through provisional or a new federation or whatever it is. Maybe someone else picks up the slack and you know jumps on board. Who knows? But to me, I think it's still going to go ahead just fine. I know that um, from the outside, it looks like Gaston and IPF really want as many countries as they can at Worlds because they want to have you know these huge events. One for like the whole like Olympic side of things, but two for just the fact that the more representation, the better at such a big competition. So they're going to want the Australian people, um, you know, turning up to the competitions, especially since we had like a pretty decent showing um, this year with people like Vicky and Nat Bubs, you know, being like, oh, wow, okay. So Vicky was top five, Nat Bubs, same thing, big deadlift. Like we're starting to get put on the map little by little. So I think there's going to be a pathway there if you want it and if you were able to qualify for it. Um, it's just going to look a little bit different to what it was in the past. Yeah. And I guess like for, for those world athlete, everyone has their coaches. So as more info comes out, like they, they will have their options. Right. Um, but for, for those that we coach, those that are at that local state level competition, um, there, there are those alternatives, right? Like currently there is USAPL, um, Depending how, I guess, eager people are to com- want to compete right now. Um, but like Dave said, we like if you were a part of APU, there still is like such a long time provisionally where it was meant to be 
um, until Nuts, right? Because I was meant to be either in February for the Opens or April until um, Juniors, right? Um, pending how how the future unfolds, there might there might still be something that's similar, but we won't know, right? But as long as you kind of like keep calm and and know that and have faith that something's going to pop up, um, I think that's the best way we can do it. Yeah, I think that's kind of where my concern sits with more just because obviously these things take time, right? Like they take take time to, you know, set up these new pathways and get all these things organized. So like, yeah, when you said it depends on how pe eager people are, like, you know, I guess if there's this timeline now where people are kind of sitting and waiting and then they go, oh, no, nah, let's just get some comps in and they start going into these other federations, APL and, and USAPL, then um, I think that's when there can that be that split again where people just start competing in other third and they start enjoying it and then they just stick there. But I think, um, yeah, the biggest thing is if us as coaches, you know, with our clients, um, but also just if you're listening, like as an athlete yourself, if you just kind of still train as if you were training towards that, you know, rough February timeline, um, you know, with your coach or with your training program, still, you know, keep things pretty normal um, in terms of your overall plan of where you wanted to head. And then I guess, yeah, let's just over the next kind of few weeks, days, month or two to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we'll, we'll close things out there just because like in terms of actual factual information we have, it is very limited, but we did want to just jump on, um, provide a little bit of uh, a bit of comfort and thought as coaches who do see a lot of reactions of people that we work with, right? And the general consensus is, um, a lot of panic right now, a lot of confusion. Um, so if we could kind of minimize that and I guess make a, a more rational decision when the time comes and more info comes. But yeah. Thanks guys for listening. Um, what else is there to say? Not, not really stay safe out there, but I mean, keep, keep your head on your body. <laughs> stay calm. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. All right. Thanks guys.